Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelech, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. Thank you, Ioni, and welcome everyone to another episode of Bearing the Burden Study Devotional Overview. Um, I am your host, Pastor and Rabbi Billy Elias, and I am excited to be able to go over day number 11 with all of you. Now, um, the first 10 days, obviously, we spent in Galatians, and you know, we, we've kind of we picked it apart. We saw Paul, how he wrote, we saw what his mindset was behind it, we broke it down through the Hebrew. Um, and, and, you know, it resulted in the fact that in order to bear another man's burden, um, we have to bear our own burden, right? So by bearing our burden, we help those bear theirs. So when we overcome the, the obstacles in our life, the strongholds, whatever it might be, we begin to embody what that victory and and what that liberty looks like through the spirit of god that's working within us right but more than that i think we we become um a living expression of the messiah and his word and and so that's where the gentleness comes from that's where the humility comes from that, that's where all of those fruits come and so by becoming a living expression of the word of god we are able to help others to bear um, their burdens and get that victory that they so desire. Um, so when we go here now today, 11, but there is something that I haven't touched on that I think it's important. Um, we, we talked about, obviously, bearing the burdens and breaking of bondage. So I wanted to touch on statement that Jesus said to his disciples. It's recorded in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Paul's commentary in Galatians 6 is a direct result of what Jesus says here in Matthew chapter 11. And what happens here in Matthew chapter 11 is Jesus is quoting from the Torah and he's quoting from the prophets. And we'll go over those scriptures um, on the the days to come. But and a lot of people are very familiar with this. In Matthew chapter 11, it's in verse 28. We're just going to read 28, 29, and 30. Okay. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is comfortable, and my burden is light. So, one of the things that sticks out to me right away, I mean, so we can look at verse 28, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And then, you know, in verse 29, he says that I am gentle and humble in heart. So obviously what we're starting to see here is that the reason why we can go to the Messiah um, when we're weary and burdened is because he bore that burden for us, right? And because he overcame what 
his burden was, what his stepping, or not, his block was, you know, his trial, his tribulation by being beaten and, and carrying the cross and dying that gruesome death, he can now say that if you take my yoke, I am, you know, because I am gentle and humble in heart. So that spirit of gentleness that we, we spoke about with Paul, um, which is the result of humility, is coming from right here from Jesus's mouth. Okay, so one of the things that we have to see right away when we talked about what Paul has done and, and Paul um, wrote and, and how it, the, the humility, again, and the gentleness, Jesus says, if you come to me and then you find these things, you're going to find rest. You know, and, and so this is important for us to understand because Jesus does say in verse 30, for my yoke is comfortable and my burden is light. So there is going to be a yoke um, that we are going to still experience, but not in the way that others might think. So I wanted to examine um, a phrase, which is, is the phrase breaking bondage. And in Hebrew, obviously, we're going to get a much better picture of what it means um, and, and how the breaking of, the, of bondage could happen in the midst of weariness and exhaustion, stress, anxiety, um, you know, and, and especially the fear of the unknown, right? So one of the things that we have to do is we obviously have to define these words. So we're going to start with the Hebrew word for breaking. Okay, it's shevarat. That's how you would say breaking, shevarat in Hebrew. Now, it literally means to break into pieces, right? Okay, so it's, it's very self-explanatory. Now, the word for bondage is she-eved. Now, it's got an interesting um, definition. I want you to listen. It means to work or serve, to be enslaved with heavy labor. Now, one of the things that I find very interesting about this is Jesus is going to give us a yoke. And before I go any further about how it applies to us and, and what's happening in our lives or whatever the case may be, I want everybody to know that, and I'm going to ask this question, whom do you serve? Whom do you serve? Because I think in the end, that's the question of the bondage issue, isn't it? Whom do you serve? Who do you work for? And I know the answer is going to be, well, we, we serve the Messiah and we, we serve and we work for the kingdom. That's the answer, right? And that's the answer we hope. But I'm going to go a little deeper than that. Whom do you serve? Do you serve your flesh? Do you serve the impulses and the desires do you you serve um, the cravings of your spirit that lead us into unrighteousness that would lead us to be enslaved? Have you and I think everybody has something that they're serving other than the Messiah. We all have desires and passions. You see, but 
one of the things that when we speak about, um, you know, bearing the burden and breaking the burdens and breaking the bondage is the first thing we have to do is understand how we're being bound. Like this word she'eved, meaning to work or serve, to be enslaved with heavy labor, literally means that when you are in bondage, you're serving the flesh. And by doing so, it's enslaved you. You know, do you do you serve unforgiveness? Do you serve anger? You know, these are the things that we have to check. Because I want to tell you something right now. Unforgiveness, anger, lust, those three things right there will lead you into um, bondage quicker than anything else. It will literally make you a slave. And you will labor and it will exhaust you. You know, and, and I, I, I know from experience that when you enter into that wilderness wandering, or at least that's what I call it, when, you know, everything seems to be going wrong, you're not really hearing from God, your prayers are going up, you don't see much going on. In Hebrew, we would say that would be the wilderness wandering, the Bemid bar, to, to go into the wilderness to hear God and remove distraction. What distraction are we actually removing? We're removing the things that we've been working and serving, which has led us into bondage. So this is important because as like as we began, Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'm going to give you rest. But see, when we get to this point, this is one of those things where this has got to be the Spirit of God and you. Now, one of the things that we read about in Genesis is, some of you may remember, Jacob wrestled with the angel. Um, and you read it, and that's you know pretty much what it says. But the implication of that when Jacob wrestled with the angel, which we know to be Hashem, is it's it's not necessarily a word picture, but the mindset behind it is that Jacob and God wrestled with Jacob. See, so I know this may sound elementary, but you're not breaking bondage. You're not going anywhere unless it's you and Hashem. Right, you and God versus you. You have to understand that. You know, we have a lot of bondage in the church, and there are a lot of people that are so bound and they're so worked up, and because they've believed a lot of lies, they they've believed lies of lifestyles, they believe lies of political correctness and what what politicians would say are right and when even though they blatantly conflict with the word of god which we know to be living and active so these are things that we need to do for self examination so you know again one of the 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 words too again you know i'm obviously you know by now i'm a big word guy right so that's the breaking of the bondage, right? Shibarat, she event, breaking bondage. 
Now, there's another word here that I think is very important. Um, and it is the word kal ha-amalem, all, and, and, and Hebrew, all labor. Right? So when we translate into Hebrew, the first part of verse 28, okay, where it says, come to me all you who are weary and burdened. In Hebrew, it would read, approach me all labored and wearied with burden, and I will put you to rest. Not much of a departure, right? Not not too much. Kal um, you know, um, meaning everybody's laboring, right? So one of the things that is important, and again, as we talk about that Hebrew word for labor, is ha amalim. It's pretty self-explanatory, meaning to work hard, labor, strenuous, fatiguing labor, labor. Um, but I want you to consider the last definition, which is why we can see ha amalim translated as weary, because again, it's not. The word really means all who have labored, right? Um, so let's look at that. I am weary, and, and we're going to go to Psalm 69.3, okay? And it says, I am weary with crying. My throat is parched. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. So what we're seeing here, you know, those who are weary and burdened, Okay, is we're talking about again someone who is serving the master of the flesh, whatever the case may be, but they've come to a point where they realize it. They're having that moment when they're now saying, um, I'm exhausted, I can't do this anymore. They may not know what the issue is. But the constant, strenuous, fatiguing labor leads them to the point where they now begin to moan. They turn their joy into gloom. You see? They now have come to the point where they're mourning. So I am weary with my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. See, they've come to the point now where they're like, I don't know what to do. I've cried. I've prayed. I've yelled out. My eyes burn from tears. And all I can do is wait on you, Hashem. And really the word wait in Hebrew is, is a different word that really means to bind so my eyes fail while I'm binding with God. I'm willing to bind with my God. So it's a waiting period of binding with, with him. You know, the, this is the moment when you, you, know, you come to that, you feel as though you're drowning, right? You feel stuck. And then you understand the exhaustion that comes from this strenuous, fatiguing labor, uh, labor, right? And it's hard because it's one of those, it's the weight amid the, the pressure where you start crying out, where are you? And 
So, you know, going back to Genesis in chapter, um, I, I don't remember, chapter four, maybe three or four, when Adam and Eve, after they, they sinned and they were in the garden and they hid, Jesus cries out, or Jesus, I'm sorry, God, Hashem says, where are you? Now, the, the big thing to understand about that question it wasn't a GPS located question. He didn't. He didn't want to know where they were in the physical. What he was asking them is, "Where are you in the spiritual?" Basically, what have you done? You see, and then he knew that they covered themselves up. So he was saying, "Where are you? You're trying to cover your own sin." So when we ask God, where are you? His response nine out of 10 times is gonna be, well, where are you? What is it? What is it that's keeping you from me? And I think it's important also to understand God never leaves us nor forsakes us. It forsakens us. Um, he doesn't turn our back on us. He never turned his back on the Messiah on the cross that would violate Psalm 22 and some other, and several other places where he said God never leaves us or forsakes us. But those quiet moments are complicated, aren't they? Because we want to know where he is. What are you doing? Why is this all happening? And his question is, well, it is happening, but what are you doing where are you in trying to figure out what it is that is a block? Pastor Billy will continue his message in just a moment. If you would like more information about sermon series, books, and other study materials, you can call us at 732-314-1956. Or you can email us at elanrestoration at gmail.com. You can visit us on Facebook for Shabbat and service times. And now we conclude today's message with Rabbi Billy. So I, I, I know that this is, you know, this kind of message doesn't bring immediate comfort. But I want you to understand if you're at this spot and you're in your wilderness, okay, and you're weary and you're burdened, okay, and, it, and things are just really, really, really complicated. I challenge you to come to a point to realize God is rooting out something in you so that you can move ahead in your spiritual life and maturity. So in verse 29 in Matthew 11 says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will rest for your souls. And what it says, he's gonna, you're going to take his yoke and what? Learn from him. And how are you going to learn from him? Through his gentleness and the humility he has in his heart. So as the Messiah says, I'm going to be gentle and humble, you yourself have to humble yourself, but... The key phrase in that sentence is learn from me. And when you have learned from him, your yoke is going to be comfortable and your burden is light. And when you learn from the Messiah, 
you'll be able to even now more effectively teach those who he's put under your spiritual guidance. So, again, I thank you so much for listening in. Um, We're done with day 11. Um, And as always, um, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you shalom, peace. In the precious name of Jesus, our glorious Messiah, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace. Peace.